Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Batman v Superman spoiler cast. I am the host of this uh, little conversation, Nick Dow, the editor in chief, and I'm joined here with Shay Streetman, reviews editor, Jake Newland, managing editor, and Dalton Martin, assisto vi- assistant video editor, assisto video, assisto. <laughs> Dalton Merton. Merton. So uh, we saw Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, and uh, there were some pretty mixed feelings about it. Um, I guess initial statements. How do you guys feel about it? Fifty-fifty. I liked half, and I did not like another half. It was agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it, and that's mostly because every time I started to think, "Hey, maybe I'm getting into it," they did something else dumb. I think we can all agree that, like, if you look at it in terms of quality, it is a bad film. Yep. Yeah. Like the pacing is really stupid. I I still wake up and laugh at that whole situation with the pool, where like, there's a point in the movie where Lois throws a spear of kryptonite into the water. And for then, no reason. For no, no reason. reason. Like, she just understands, yeah, she I d- guess this might be able to hurt Superman. Walks outside, sees, oh, God, there's, like, gods fighting. I yeah. need to get that back. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she just, like, sees Batman crash into the chapel, and she's like, oh, I'm going to go get that. Which, like, I mean, can we just, like, we're diving right into it. Lois Lane is the worst character the of all time. The worst. Yeah. She like, does nothing mm-hmm. useful the entire Canonically, time. she is an incredibly competent journalist. She is super helpful to Superman. In this, you could cut her out and everyone's lives are better. The yeah. only thing is she is, like, the only important part of her, she is, like, the crux that brings, like, Batman and Superman to, like, a fight. But she's, be- like, a damsel in distress without yeah. ever being in distress. She's just like, well, she's I did, I journal the entire time. Mm-hmm. The one time she was in distress was, like, the one t- one, one semi-useful thing she w- did, and that was get pushed off a building. Like, yeah. Even at the beginning, it was like, I'm a held hostage just so Superman can come save me. Yeah. And, like, she didn't, like, the fact that she didn't immediately catch that she was being used as bait was just, like, I could have told she was, be- she was being used as bait. Like, it was so obvious. Yeah, like, just everything about everything about her was just so incompetent. However, Dalton, you wrote a review on this. I did write the review of this. And one of your biggest complaints was that this movie tried to do a decade of what Marvel's been working on in two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah, and it's really obvious they took this route because, like, in Marvel, they started, like, their new cinematic universe with Iron Man. And in each, like, uh, movie that after that, they kept, like, hinting at something bigger. So, like, at the end of Iron Man, uh, I think Thor was uh, hinted no, Nick Fury no, showed Nick up. Fury yeah, was Nick Fury. Fury. Uh, was it one of them was? Thor was hinted at after Captain America. Captain America? I believe. Yeah. No, it was at Captain because America. Because Thor became before Captain America. Did it? Oh, yeah. 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 No, it's true. It's but, yeah. the, but Iron Man 1, what happened was Nick Fury showed up and said, I want to talk to you about the S.H.I.E.L.D. initiative. Okay, that was that. There yeah. was, I think, maybe it was Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 had the Thor hammer, It's I confusing. Think. It's like I don't know. We're, we're like 12 movies There were so point. many things. Literally, like, it started <laughs> a decade ago. <laughs> it started a decade ago. It doesn't seem that long, but it is. And they keep hinting at, like, uh, Guardians came out. Thanos was introduced. The well, Thanos, was, Thanos was introduced at the beginning of Avengers, at the end of Avengers. Yep. Yes, th- that's yeah. the reveal, but you didn't really get to see him until Guardians. Right. Then, like the concept of the Infinity Gems was thrown in, mm-hmm. and you kind of get an idea of like what's happening uh, happening after all a span of like a ton of movies. This Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice was just kind of like you know what we don't need ten years. We'll do this all in like a two and a half hour movie. Is there even any justice? Well, I mean. The it was wor- a new brand of justice. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The worst part about that, though, isn't that they tried to shove everything in. It's that then they also introduced all these other fake plot lines that don't lead anywhere, like the Flashpoint or Injustice storyline. Uh, what was it? Nightmare? Is that it? The nightmare. It's officially called the Nightmare, spelled like the Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. And I mean, like, um, that post-apocalyptic one whose actual arc, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like, they did all these things that don't actually lead anywhere to make it even more confusing and well, cluttered. That post-apocalyptic one was Injustice. Basically, it was Injustice. So here's my thing. 
in, whereas Marvel has done like these little bits, like each movie is a different like plot line. Like the Winter Soldier is the Winter Soldier arc, Civil War is Civil War. They introduced the Injustice story arc, Flashpoints, uh, and it's spoiler cast. Even the death of Superman in this movie, and I'm yeah. like, you could have turned this one movie and all the events that took place and made it into a separate trilogy, honestly. Yeah, well, because I, I think we all, everybody agreed when we walked out of the movie, the first 45 minutes could have been completely removed, and things would probably have been pretty yes. fine. Mm, no, 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 no. Well, no, no, no. To an After the first five minutes, the introduction of Bruce Wayne on oh, the yeah. streets of Metropolis was one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, my God. The scene where it was, I didn't realize it was a dream until, like, until right when it ended, but when Bruce Wayne was being lifted as a that child, that was so bad. I was like, what? I was like, I was like, are the bats lifting him? Does he have power? Like, I, I that was like, because <laughs> we were all in the we were on the theater watching this, and like I was sitting next to Nick, and when that happened, I just threw my hands up, like, really, we're like, going jumping into Kelsey this. Kelsey and I were just like, we were in tears. It was so funny. I will say, my sister had seen the movie before we all went together, and she saw it a second time with us. She said she watched our faces during that opening scene because she felt the same way when first she saw it. And she just remembered your face in particular being so angry with how that, how that scene played out. I was angry that they were starting this way because I was like, okay, is Batman supernatural now? Is that the crap we're going with? And then there were it was a dream sequence, and it's like, oh, so you just arbitrarily chose to make your movie start off stupid and even then like i think about it that Zack snyder likes to throw little like supernatural things that don't exist in there like if you look at it like even in sucker punch it just kind of like throw in random stuff that doesn't make sense but it looks stylish mm-hmm. but like That's, Zack snyder is all style if they yeah. if they that dream thing like the fact that that um way that he remembers it didn't come into play at all it was just a stylized way to do the intro. They had already been stylized so well. Like, I loved the mugging scene. I thought yeah. that was done wonderfully. The people actually looked like they were 35, which is how old his parents are supposed to be instead of decrepit crypt keepers like they usually are. And then that. He floats into the sky yeah. like a literal Jesus figure, arms outspread. Well, you know how Zack Snyder loves his Jesus figures. There are a lot of Messiah-like imagery. There's a lot yeah. of Messiah imagery in this movie. That's why I think... If anything, the next movie is going to be set three days later, and <laughs> Superman's going to rise from the grave and well, be. Zack Snyder has said that he's he's he killed Superman so Batman would have the responsibility of assembling the Justice. League. And then he brought him back to life in the last second of the movie because I can't commit to anything and I don't well, want to do anything that matters in canon. Okay, so we're already throwing this up there. Batman dies at the not Batman. Batman Superman, di- <laughs> Superman dies at the end What's of this. A spoiler cast. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah, you already know this. We'll we'll just jump right into this. All right, so they touched on the Death of Superman story arc, and that was, like, honestly, for some reason, one of the first, like, comic storylines I've ever read as as a young child. And even then, like, the preceding storylines of, like, how he's brought back, it's like, you didn't kill off Superman. It's like, he'll... He goes into like what some sort of metamorphosis chamber and then, like, magically reappears. If you kill him, just put him in the sun. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Two things. One, the Death of Superman... Correct me. That was Darkseid, wasn't it? No, that was Doomsday. Oh, I thought Darkseid yeah. killed Doomsday him. Doomsday is the first person to kill Superman. Doomsday was, okay. was made to kill Superman. I mean, I knew that. I yeah. just didn't know if it succeeded. I very specifically remember an arc where Darkseid kills him, right? Like, wasn't that an animated movie uh, that they made? I'm not for sure. I, I have not even Regardless. watched animated films. Okay. But, uh, and then the second thing, the thing that made it so I couldn't walk away and like this movie was the scene where it shows Superman is dead Next page of the newspaper, Clark Kent is dead. <laughs> Completely unrelated to each other. So, like, they must have, people must have, first responders must have gone on scene, found Superman's corpse, and thought, 
oh, this is Clark Kent cosplaying Superman, and Superman's body completely disappeared, and we're never going to question any of this at all. We should put glasses on this on Clark Kent. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is my thing with that, that whole, uh, whole business. This movie is meant to be taken completely seriously, and they make it, make it known it's supposed to be taken completely seriously. You can't have the Clark Kent mythos in this type of movie because it tell. doesn't make sense. I, like, I, I'm, the, I'm the first person who I will admit, like, if I take my glasses off, I look funny to myself. Take them off. Like, you still look the yeah, same. Yeah, but You're I, the I, same look, human being. I look the same, but it just looks <laughs> weird and different. The only thing is, like, he takes the glasses off and there's, like, some, like, flip of his hair, and that's it. And the best thing is, like, even, like, one of the best comedic parts of this movie is when, like, Perry, uh, the, uh, what's his name? Perry? Yeah, it's Perry. Uh, yeah. The, the editor. The editor yeah. for the. Uh, the, the Daily Planet, Daily Planet, Planet. Bugle, uh, <laughs> Bugle Spider-Man. I know, oh, I know. Come on, <laughs> there's a lot of things. I and read a lot of comics. Leave me alone. He's like, you know, you know what? No one cares about Batman taking on uh, uh, Clark Kent. It's like you need to write about football. <laughs> it's like, where, he's like, where's my goddamn football post? <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I think Perry. I think Perry knew. Like, I, I get the idea that he had. Like, at the end, he had to have known. It's like, like, how do you be like? No, a, no, no. <laughs> No. There's so wait, wait. If, if you couldn't connect those dots, you don't deserve to be an editor of a newspaper. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. That movie was two and a half hours long with an extra 30 minutes that were, are going to be added in the director's cut. Yeah. You're telling me with ev- with the fact that they shoved so much exposition directly down our throats that they wouldn't have shoved that directly down our throats, too? Him re- realizing that See, and then saying, it, no, cover it like they're separate people. Right. They would have shoved that down That's our throats. If he would have realized it, there would have been a scene where the camera zooms in on his face and he smiles a little bit with some nice music <laughs> underneath. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so but the fact, but the fact is, the movie asks it to us to take it seriously and simultaneously to forgive it for all of the comic book nonsense it See, pulls. But at the same time, Batman's double chin, like he looks like he has perpetual double chin going. I'm like, he just like. I never noticed this. I, I it bothered me. The mask, mm-hmm. it bothered me so much. How, t- oh, go ahead. No, you go right ahead. We're, if we're talking about costuming for Batman, can we talk about how sick the bat suit was? Like the uh, yeah, the mech suit. That was yes. cool. Oh, the- I, that was like one of my favorite parts of the Batman Superman fight scene when it happened was the attention to detail like made in the suit like it actually took damage the, and it changed the action in this movie was amazing yes specific best part of the whole thing was the motion that they captured when Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman was jumping at Doomsday yeah that yeah. the way they the way that they shot that like you really got a sense of motion slowed down so that we could understand. I love my favorite part about the whole sequence was like so Superman was busy like drowning trying to get the like that whole I'm not going to jump on that. Bad. Yeah. Batman <laughs> is like he's just jumping around and I just love the, he shoots the one kryptonite grenade. He has that look like I helped. Mm-hmm. And then like Wonder Woman that did actually did all the he- like she saw she like cleaved off an arm. She held To be fair, Doomsday. she by proxy murdered Superman. Yeah, yeah but like You're not going to stab someone with a hand. He had big meat hands. Right. But, like, she still did more – she did more work than anyone else did. True. Going by that whole – Why didn't Why didn't she? He, he give the spear to her? Well, because you can't have someone upstaging the eponymous characters. All right. But so, going back to the whole, like, that scene made sense because as much as I thought the Doomsday fight was really flashy and just kind of all over the place, uh, I liked the, like, nods to, like, the original storyline because mm-hmm. – Superman and Doomsday literally kill themselves in like in an act of like sac- uh, self sacrifice. So they both kill each other, sort of. And so it was nice to see like he ran the spear into his chest, and then Doomsday just takes his like barbed fist and just rams it into his heart. That yeah, that was kind of neat. And like 
I, as someone who knows like very little about comic books, I knew about like the death of Superman, and I was like, okay, this makes sense to me. Like that's the one thing I gave this movie was that as someone who doesn't know a lot about comic books, even though there's a lot of weird stuff like the Flashpoint thing, the looks into the future, things that I would not understand, was I was still able to enjoy the movie enough to where I, I didn't feel like that's my biggest fear when I walked in was I was like, I'm not going to know anything going on. I, sh- I should say uh, I didn't hate this movie as a person who likes the comics books. I hated this person as a person. I hated this movie as a person who likes movies. See, I felt like, and I think this takes into part how it's like become like a critical failure is a lot of these people who are going to see this movie aren't going to know any, like a majority of the people aren't going to know a lot of these details. I don't know. I would honestly go the other way. I think a lot of the really prominent critics right now who are panning this movie are the comic book fans. Yeah. Because like uh, looking at like the movie Bob and um, what is it? Crap, I can't remember the other person I was reading about it. It's people who really care about this stuff and people who have been there for multiple iterations of the same characters. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, oh, it's different. It's, oh, it's bad. I could see that also. It's it it, it there were a, it was very messy. Even like the concept of intru- the introduction of the rest of the Justice League, we sh- probably should touch on that. I yeah. I liked the fact that they introduced it until they showed us the video clips. I liked figuring out. Oh, that's cyborg symbol. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, I wanted to say mermaid man. Mermaid man. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing that made me laugh really hard. Thinking back on it, I was like. Well, that was nice of Lex Luthor to, like, give them logos and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I did think that in the movie. It's like, wait, he designed these. Okay, th- that whole plot point was weird because, one, like, Batman, it was just kind of like an ex machina type thing where it's just kind of like, here's all the information you're going to need later down the point. It's my like, fa- my why fa- does that, he have this? That email, though, because he, he, he emailed Gal Gadot, and he was like, he was like this picture doesn't belong to you. Then he shows the picture. It is you. What? Who are you? Yeah, like, I like. I wanted to talk about that. Batman writes email like someone's going to be reading it with a camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, like, because I'll admit, like, I liked the video. I, I thought seeing Ezra Miller as the Flash was awesome. I love that. Um, I, you, I think seeing Aquaman was pretty cool. Cyborg, I feel like I all of them were interesting. No, no. Okay. I thought Aquaman's intro was weak compared to the other two. Oh, I, I, super, well, super I mean, weak. I'm a hardcore Flash fan, right. so of course I was going to love the Flash So scene. I thought Aquaman and Flash made more sense of how Lex got it. And not the fact that how in the hell did he get the cyborg footage? That was how a did, vlog. How did that guy get a mother cube? I know. Yeah, like how? Like so, so the, the mother cube those belong to Dark Side. Yep. Like how did he get that? Especially speaking of that, let's talk about this, the deleted scene that just came up today. Yes. So the scene that basically saves Lex Luthor's character in the last part of the movie that they cut out because apparently the movie was too long for another forty seconds. Yeah. So um, there's there's a point where Lex Luthor's uh he's in the the ship. And he's he's conveying with some. For the record, it's like an called, archive. for the record, it's called the communion scene. Yeah, the communion scene. I know. I think he's actually communicating with someone. He is communicating with someone, and the current theory is that it's either Darkseid's father or Darkseid's uh, general, right. whose name is Steppenwolf. Yeah. Which basically, depending on who it is, has serious implications for the next few movies. Right. Um. Yeah. No, I, th- I, th- I thought that was a really cool. Scene. I, th- I thought the 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 Avatar looked super cool. Yeah. yeah. No. That scene honestly would have made the last part of the movie so much more palatable. Yeah. Because and also. Like one of the last like images shots that you see of like everyone looting like uh, Lex Luthor's like manhut is there's a painting and it showed like angels descending on hell like fighting and it showed a devil that looked devil exactly that looked like, like it, the like, Avatar. Yeah, I'm kind of curious when the insti- like the extended cut comes out just to see what they cut out because I feel like there's some details that needed to be in there but they're like nah. Yeah, see, we I was ripping on it before I saw the movie that the extended cut was gonna be three hours. I think 
the movie being three hours long might make the movie feel shorter. Well, that, because that, all of the I feel like all of the storylines that they set up will be resolved in the extra scene. Daredevil did the exact same thing. Like like the Daredevil when it came out in theaters was like it was Daredevil the movie the, the yeah. theatrical. Like release. I'm not saying that that the director's cut was like way better, but like it made I liked the director's cut more than the theater cut because it answered all these questions motivations made way more sense mm-hmm. and I feel like it's going to be the exact same case in this movie maybe in the extended cut we'll find out why Lois Lane decided hey I need that spear honestly <laughs> we might I want to walk mm-hmm. through this just because I, I, I like talking about it we like me and Nick just started cracking up because like, I was, was I was I, okay so Bef- so when Batman's fighting Superman, she throws the spear into this pool of well, water. After they've, after right. they've resolved yeah. their differences. And then Batman f- just crashes into the chapel again. And Lois like, oh, I got to go get the spear. D- no idea the why she thinks that. Like, there's no way she think, oh, Doomsday is a Kryptonian thing. No. She's, she dives and go gets. The building collapses on top of her and she almost drowns. And I was like, eh, whatever. So then, like. Damsel in distress by her, by, her own, <laughs> by her own fault. Right. So then she starts slamming on the rocks, and Superman's like, oh, I hear you. So he, like, goes and saves her. He jumps in there to get the pool. He has no way the spear is in there. Like, there's no way he could know that. So he jumps in to go save it, knowing that it would kill him. Like, he comes up, he's drowning. Why? Like. <laughs> and the little thing just lifts him up easily. Just like, Ugh, yeah. There and we then, go. then they kiss no, no, for, the, like, three minutes. No, no. The bit aside from the kissing, all of that made sense to me. No. No, no. Ad, let me explain. How, okay. Okay, first off, Kryptonite messes with Kryptonians from a distance. Right. So, like, just it being there, he would be aware of it. It'd be like having – it'd be like if you were holding a mag- a strong magnet, you would feel it tugging somewhere. Mm. Like, that that's kind of thing. Fa- that's fair. There you go. And with the drowning, he doesn't need to breathe. He can exist in space when he has his powers. Right. So, like, that bit made sense. And then he comes up and makes out with her when people are dying out there and what at what <laughs> my, my thing is, why not just that have her go get too. it? Because so she's she, incompetent. He knows that. But, she, but, then, but then he goes in, loses his powers, and then proceeds to drown. Yeah, but he makes it back are out. You, are you gonna trust your also, life in an incompetent also, person? Also, <laughs> let's let's think let's think about this real quick. The very same decision where he abandons saving the freaking world to save Lois Lane. Yeah. He's not going to let her go back down there and do anything. Ooh, ooh, I got something for this. All right. So okay. during the Flashpoint thing, uh, Future Flash, Ezra Miller, See, I th- in I, his robot I th- suit. I think that's injustice. because like, Here's I, the thing. Because he yeah. said, Lois is the key. You have to save Lois. And that kind of implies like he will do anything to save Lois. Once Lois dies, that takes his turn into like the tyrannical dictator. Yeah, absolutely r- rules over everything. And Which is an of, incredible arc. And yeah. one of the interesting things I took from the nightmare scene is you see the Omega symbol, which is like that dark, dark side side's symbol. call yeah. sign, and then you see all of the Apocalypse soldiers. Like they're aligned with Super Superman. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? When is this happening? Yeah, I want <laughs> all the stuff that like is in the future. How does what, since when does Batman have pre- like precognitive powers? See, that's what I was talking about. That makes me think that they aren't going to do any of those arcs just because they would have to either completely ignore what they've done here or say Batman has precognitive powers. Because it makes me well, because if if because that because when the Flash like when the Flash like erases the timelines, he he can see both timelines. He, like he has those dreams, so I would have made sense if if it was the Flash that would have made total sense. But it's just Batman who's just some guy with money. So and also, one thing, the Flashpoint didn't make sense because it's like, oh, I'm too soon. You gotta save Lois. And the fact that Lois wasn't the point of this movie, it was Martha. Yeah. Martha was the key. and that was I a... was so mad that I never connected. In all of my knowledge of comic books, that both Bruce and Clark have parents named John and Martha. I had a problem with that. Part. I'm so also, mad the fact that, that Batman I never just connected like, that. Why'd you say that name? 
why'd you say Martha? And I'm like, what? <laughs> that was the biggest problem I think I had when I started thinking about it more. I needed more of a reason that Batman and Superman would have teamed up at the end. Besides Not names. the fact that their moms were named Martha. <laughs> like, to me, it should have just been, you know, Lois was like, that's his mom's name. Batman should have been like, well, what a weird coincidence. And then stabbed <laughs> Superman. Oh because it's so funny. That's not a good enough reason, Jake, will I you think. play Batman in future movies, please? Because, yeah, like, what if for whatever reason, like, the gods aligned it where it's like his name wasn't, her name wasn't Martha. It was like Sheila. And it's like, Sheila, no. And he's like, sorry. Sorry about <laughs> you. Well, what see, a I, coincidence. I get the feeling that the explanation there, and this isn't me defending it because I completely forgot this plot point happened, as I predicted right after the movie talking to you, Jake. Mm-hmm. But I get the feeling that the whole concern of Batman the entire time is, well, Superman's not really human. He doesn't have anything to care about here. There's no reason for him right. to not become the tyrannical dictator. And that humanized him to Batman. Yeah. And I, 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 I could I not get that. behind anything Superman was doing. That was my biggest problem, too, with the movie, is that, like, I needed a split between Batman and Superman. I needed Batman to be, like, the bat. he was a good Batman. Superman, it was like having a ba- uh, another Batman. It was, you, it was having Jesus. Just, yeah, just as edgy, Ooh. just as, like, violent. And I didn't, I needed, like, a Superman, I don't know, that I could like a little bit. The key scene for me with that was, like, the opening when Lois and the CIA agent get caught and they shoot the CIA agent in the face. And then a few seconds later, Superman shows up to save Lois. I'm like, you know what? You kind of knew Lois was in danger a little bit beforehand, more than likely. And you let a man get shot in the face, and then, like, a bunch of other people get murdered. I never liked Superman in this movie, and I feel like that's a major flaw on their part. Well, I mean, you can't have a likable Superman in their too edgy universe. Like, you just can't do it. I wanted to, like, touching on that, even, like, taking it to the extremes. Like, the part where they're in, like, the the, uh, federal building, where there's, like, the hearing... And that's the whole part of, like, Granny's Peach Tea, which is a dumb plot point. But uh, the fact that when, like, uh, Superman goes into this hearing and he's just, like, he's, like, something's off. He just kind of looks around and then a bomb goes off. Well, he didn't think anything was off until she started stuttering, though. Uh-huh. A key, another scene where I feel like they messed up Batman so badly was when after he gets Lois and puts her on the ground, he flies up and tells Lex, like, I should take you in, like, a million pieces, but I'll give you – I'll show you some mercy. Like, to me, that is not something that Superman would say to someone. Like, I should just <laughs> I could brutally murder you. your body. I mean, let's also talk about the fact that that's not something this Superman would say. At this point, this Superman would have just murdered the guy. Yeah. There's no reason this Superman that they have created wouldn't kill Lex Luthor. Also. And that's such a huge hole. One weird plot hole that I thought about was, is like, okay, he can, like, pinpoint wherever Lois is, but he can't pinpoint where his mother is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad writing. Well, <laughs> I think, okay, so I, I don't know what the first time. And then I think there's another time I don't know about. But the time that she was screaming, I understand why it came from. It's like, can Superman hear around the world? Yes. Yeah. That's, yes. That's, that's, yeah. That's, yes. Wow. That's that was. An it's a, a matter of him tuning it out. That yeah. was an interesting thing that I my sister was telling me is that Superman has a weakness to sound, which is the first thing he gets hit with. Yeah. Which I thought, okay. That was a super nice touch. I loved that. I crap. liked Batfleck a lot. I liked a lot of the things that Batman was doing. I wish I would have seen a little. Like I want more. Like. What happened before? Cause, okay, so this is something I always want to talk about. In Man of Steel, they were setting up the DCU for a long time there. They never once met. Like, Batman has been Batman for 20 years at this point. They never once even alluded to that in Man of Steel. I feel like they just – they added in certain stuff to, like, make it make sense. That's why I think they added in that, that scene with Bat, uh, Ben Affleck and, like, the buildings falling down at the start. Because that was the big criticism with Man of Steel was, like, Superman just does not care about all this destruction <laughs> he's causing. 
I f- most people will be like, well, they probably plan that. I really don't think they plan oh, that, God. Uh, that <laughs> far in advance. I feel like they just they realized their mistake and put it in there, and they kind of got something really great out of it. But this was retconning the movie. Yes, yeah, which absolutely. I'm fine with you. I didn't like Man of Steel. But yeah, Ma- I mean, Man of Steel was bad, but it's like this is what you're basing everything off of. Right. Yeah. Also, wait, just real quick. This isn't about the movie, but can we talk about how Zack Snyder was upset that no one was complaining about how much they destroyed in Star Wars, i.e. five planets, <laughs> but they were upset about how much they destroyed in Man of Steel, i.e. everything by the hero? Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause, so the, the <laughs> it wasn't Snyder. like Han Solo flew a plane into <laughs> a building or something. Okay. Yeah, the bad guys destroyed the, bad, the world. The bad guys destroyed a planet, and it was a plot point. It wasn't, well, we need it to look cool, and our hero isn't really a good guy. Right, Luke Skywalker wasn't flying to, I'm going to blow up all these planets, and then also the Death Star. Zack like, Snyder has a bad habit of like sticking his foot in his mouth, because he even made the comment, it's like, oh, Batman doesn't murder people, it's just manslaughter. Yeah, because like, like, that I makes mean, except it... except it was murder in this movie, because Yeah, he straight can't... up murdered people. I mean, like... The explanation here is, oh, no, he shot at them and the cars exploded. And it's like, yeah, he shot a five-millimeter minigun at them? For a yeah. guy who doesn't like the murder, he's got a lot of miniguns. Well, because if they had just made the point that, like, at this point, Batman had seen so much stuff. Because, like, because his Robin was killed. Like, if they just, if, if they had. Yeah, they, like, they don't say a freaking word explaining that. I know. Which I assume. Ha-ha. Yeah, if, which, if, on you. which could just be retired, could be Nightwing, it could be anything. How they dare spared, Jared Leto do that to that man's suit? If they spared oh, five <laughs> seconds to say a line about they killed Robin, yeah. I would have been so much more. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. He kills now. Like the world is awful. I get it. Sure. You know what? With your comment that I just made this makes me hate Suicide Squad anymore because I cannot see Batfleck going against Jared Leto's Joker. Wait, no. wait. Is Suicide Squad like early on in Batman's career yes. in this canon? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't picture that now. No, yeah, I can't. Well, I think we're going to see that. We're going to. Because Batman's in. He's in Suicide Squad. What? Yeah. Yeah, Ben Affleck is in Suicide Squad. You can see him in one of the trailers. Yeah, he's riding on top of, like, Harley and Joker's, like, like, the the car that they have. I didn't even look for that. I was Mm -hmm. just, ugh. It may not be be Ben Affleck. It'd just be like, oh, look, it's Batman. (laughs) Incidentally, if they kill Robin in that movie. Why on earth didn't they release Suicide Squad before BVS? Because then they wouldn't even had because to worry. Don't you know, don't you know that fiction. rumor about who Joker is? Yeah, absolutely. Which that would kind of make sense, but like, eh. I just, I, I, this, this is not the let's complain about Suicide Squad trailer, even though I really want to. Um, Connecting well, actually, pieces. Let, let's, let's no, just real quick. I'm going to say Suicide Squad, the trailer that they played before Batman v Superman, made that movie look like it's not going to be utter trash. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed certain parts of that. I, let's, let's talk about Gal Gadot, though. Okay. She Dang. Stole that movie. For the very small time that she was on screen, she uh, she did well. I think she, I think she stole the scene. Like the action season. scenes. I th- well, I think she was like she was a good actress in general. I didn't recognize that it was Gal Gadot at first yeah. in the party scenes, and I thought they were setting up Catwoman. <laughs> Honestly, I know I would have felt yeah. that. Yeah. You don't get you don't connect the uh, connect the dots. But one thing that I realized that I think what they're going to do is like the Wonder Woman is movies getting made, and from what I've seen like previews and stuff, it's like set in World War One, which ties into the picture. So which like, I'm so okay with. They're yeah. making this into like a Captain America thing with Wonder Woman and. I'm curious how they play that out. Well, she just she just leaves. Like, she, that, like yeah. she's like, I just, I just left people. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then I s- they've uh, released well, she the goes images back to Themyscira, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Wait, that's it. She was about Themyscira? to. She's about to in the movie. Then then she's no, no, like, but like when she disappears yeah. after World yeah. War One to this point. Yes. And I think they released uh, still images of the Amazonians, mm-hmm. like after yes. the movie released. Yeah. That looks pretty sweet. Don't yeah. like that they have heels. 
that's yeah. a, that's a bad costume decision. Yeah, it doesn't like, make sense. Yeah, well, especially on that rocky terrain, like you yeah. should wear heels on a exactly, rocky terrain. Exactly. Like, how do you fight in heels? You don't. <laughs> do you guys think we're going to see Lasso of Truth in these gritty movies? Because that's kind it? of yeah. Did, the Lasso was there. No, no, no. <laughs> but the Lasso of Truth, oh. not just a cool tool she has. But do you think we're going to see a kind of dumb, super comic booky tool? I, well, I also want to see the invisible jet. Then I guarantee she'll use it to hang somebody, and they won't use it for like <laughs> the truth. No, she, uh, that's like a plot point in one of the. I think it's like Infinite Crisis or something. Yeah. She just brutally like snaps someone's neck with it. <laughs> I, I guarantee that'll be the root because I can't imagine. Tell the in truth. In this world, yeah, that would be. <laughs> I'm gonna a, hang a the thing. cheetah with this thing. <laughs> that happens because I mean like. That's just the path they went down. You can't, you can't have it, you know, be that kind of funny, cutesy type of thing. It's got to be Wonder Woman uses that lasso to like hang somebody or, you know, choke not someone at all. out. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the issue. Like, there's a lot of like like that, and then a lot of other like Batman silly costumes, and it's just that's why that's my big issue with this universe is the fact that Marvel can have that silliness because they set that up. The, DC cannot do that. So all the fun silly things of superheroes cannot happen in these movies. I think one of the best like phrases I've heard someone say about like comic book heroes in like movies itself is you can put as many like coats of grittiness and stuff on it. You're still like watching a movie about men in tights. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> fair. Yep. And like it's it's yeah, it's just a, a good sign of like the two different routes that are comic book movies are going down and you know as much as I don't know much about them, I'm kind of like in the middle of what I like in terms mm-hmm. of what how they're going. I thought the the darker grittier approach was refreshing because I've I feel Marvel was getting kind of stale. See, I have I have words for you about that because I was baffled to hear you say that. Not because like I'm so in love with the way Marvel's doing things, but because the way Marvel's doing things is getting a little bit stale because they've been doing it for a decade. We've been doing dark gritty reboots for 15 years at this point, yeah. and I'm so bored. Of I it. haven't wa- like I. Here's the thing. When I watch, like, superhero movies, this is the first, like, superhero movie I've seen in theaters in a long time. I usually, like, wait a year to watch them just so I have, like, a time span. I just refresh myself. I mean, with Marvel movies, I just watch the heroes that I like. Yeah. But personally, I feel like I like Batman stories that are a little bit darker. That's kind of like Well, those those are his best stories. Yeah. Freaking year one and the long Halloween are so good. The the Court of Owls whole story arc is really great. I love it so much. I'm kind of glad, like, the killing joke is getting an animated movie. Yeah. Uh, But... Don't like the killing joke. Yeah, it's one of the cult classic ones. They need to fundamentally change how certain scenes in that are done, or it won't play to modern audiences. That's fair. Yeah, that that's been a major complaint. I think they're keeping it though. So yeah. awesome. I think it's the first one. It's like it's well, yeah. How R. can you be dark and edgy without rape? Yeah. It's rated R, I think. So yeah, <laughs> cool. That's gonna be great. All right, so but, we're gonna uh, go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Final thoughts I'm, on I'm the movie. A, I'm ending hot. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. But uh, let's see. I. I hope in future iterations they kind of, like, keep things focused. Uh, they're jumping right into Justice League. I don't know how I feel about that. It's, they need movies to set it up. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think people should go see it. I liked the movie a lot. I think it was a fun flick. Um. Yeah, I'll, I, I, I liked it enough. I would see it again. It made me kind of want to go back and rewatch the Christopher Nolan trilogy just so I can, like, see how much I liked this Batman over – past Batman, but I did like Ben Affleck a lot. I hope Superman stays dead because his actor is terrible, and I hope Jesse Eisenberg never acts again. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. And I really can't wait to see the director's cut because I'm sure it's going to make it much less of a terrible movie. I hope Superman stays dead at least for one full movie. Mm -hmm. And, uh... I really agree with you on the grandma's sweet peach tea thing because that was the dumbest thing to base a plot point around. 
Mm-hmm. I like Jesse Eisenberg. I think he did a good job. You already said your stuff. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Jake is mean to Jesse Eisenberg. Civil War. Jesse Eisenberg wasn't that great in the end, but that's mostly because of Zack Snyder's fault. Uh, yeah, and I the, don't. And ding, the ding, 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 ding. I don't blame anything <laughs> on. I think Jesse Eisenberg did a good job acting. I think oh. he just had a bad. Rap Basically, writing. we can blame everything on Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah. And Sony Studios. Yeah. <laughs> it was in Spider-Man too. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. All right. <laughs> Or you just want to ding us out, Dalton? That's how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> That's how All the movie right. ends. Uh, Batman v Superman in theaters now. Dirt shakes at the last second. It's so exciting. We ding, buy. Ding, 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 ding. 